On Capitol Hill, the usual squabbles between Republicans and Democrats were replaced this week by fights inside the GOP over measures they've wanted for years. Fights that led to humiliating moments for the Speaker of the House and questions about the future of the longest-serving leader in Senate history. I was embarrassed for our conference, for our party. The embarrassment starts in the House. We're not acting like we're in the majority. Where, in just a couple of hours, Republicans tried and failed to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, and then couldn't come up with the votes to pass their own bill providing aid to Israel. It was a mess what happened here. A mess, especially for Speaker Mike Johnson, who even chose the bad optics of announcing the defeats himself. The resolution is not adopted. Over in the Senate, the disarray is about a bill to crack down on illegal immigration. Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell assigned one of his most conservative members, James Lankford, to spend months getting bipartisan support for a Republican wish list. But at the last minute, it was blocked by Republicans. Americans are ticked off that this is not resolved, and they expect us to get things done. Now there are questions whether McConnell, long known as a master of the Senate, has lost his once powerful grip on his own conference. We have no real chance here to make a law. Carol, let's start in the House. Why does Speaker Johnson keep getting embarrassed? Well, he doesn't even have the excuse of dementia. He's just demented and incompetent. Uh, he just can't count. I'm, not, I'm really not clear why he didn't know this was going to happen and why uh, he put it up for vote when he knew it wasn't going to happen unless he didn't know. And then that means he's incompetent. Nancy Pelosi, the yes. longtime speaker, yeah. had a saying, you don't go to the floor right. unless you got the vote. And she said it last week, too. Like, what <laughs> you mean rubbing it in? Yes, rubbing well, it in. Well, okay. he's, he's, he's the beneficiary of what was imposed on Kevin McCarthy, which mm -hmm. McCarthy humiliatingly accepted. And so you now have a diminished uh, office of, of the speaker along with a tiny, tiny majority, so Tiny Johnson couldn't get his, his bills yeah, passed. That's what I was going to ask. Is it, is it fair to blame it on, on the speaker, the or is it really that nobody could govern or handle this razor-thin majority? I, I think uh, uh, if Nancy Pelosi were in charge with a one-seat majority, she would make it happen. But the real problem is the rules imposed on the speaker and the ease with which a handful of uh, Republican dissenters, if that's Maybe that's too nice a word for them. Can uh, can cripple a speakership, and they proved they were willing to do it many times over with McCarthy, with all of his potential successors. They'll do it again with Johnson. Their 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 goal is a kind of an anarchy, not governance. So let's turn let's turn to the Senate, where Mitch McConnell, uh, you know, somebody who's covered this town a long time, has long been regarded as a legislative mastermind and complete iron control, sort of the Nancy Pelosi of the Senate, complete control of, of the Senate, and which is, in some respects, more complicated parliamentary. Lulu, when you look at the debacle over the border bill, which he was all for, and he sent Lankford out for months to negotiate, and then the rug got pulled out, is McConnell losing his touch? If you mean... Is he losing his touch because he's out of touch with his party? Then yes. Um, it is astonishing with the record of Mitch McConnell, if you are a Republican, you would look at that record and you would say that he is someone who has really been um, the standard bearer, has delivered to the Republican Party many of the priorities that they wanted. And now what we're seeing is that they are eating their own. You do not see the Democrats um, 
looking at Nancy Pelosi and throwing her under the bus. You do not see the Democrats um, undermining their former leaders and their present leaders. You are seeing the Republicans just absolutely destroy their own party. Raihan, do you think that, that McConnell has lost his grip on the Senate Republicans, and do you think his position is the longest-serving leader of party, either in the minority or the majority in history, do you think that his position as leader is in jeopardy the next time they have an, an election, which is after the November elections? Well, I think it's been clear for some time that uh, Leader McConnell is not going to be in place forever. Uh, he has commanded a lot of respect and appreciation, partly because he's been a prolific fundraiser. He's someone who even some of the more uh, obstreperous members of the Senate Republican Conference have been loyal to him for that reason. But I think that this was a big misstep. That is, appointing Senator Lankford, who has many virtues, but Senator Lankford is someone who's conservative on a great many issues, but he was known as one of the more dovish senators on the immigration file. The wiser move, in my view, would have been to have someone who anchors the rightward end of the party, who would have more credibility on the issue. If you had Senator Cotton, for example, who gave buy-in to the deal, then you would have had a different outcome. So but, I think that this right, was a miscalculation on Leader McConnell. That's not, that's, that's not true. I mean, the problem that you see right now with Mitch McConnell is that you have Donald Trump. Sorry, it's not true that it's, Langford it's, is someone who is not necessarily trusted in the no, center of the party? No, what I'm saying is that it would Got have it. had a different okay. outcome. That it, I do not believe it would have had a different outcome. Well, it might what have had a see, different outcome in not having a deal, right? But please, Mitch, sorry. let me just finish my thought. Um, Mitch McConnell is someone who right now is being excoriated by Donald Trump. By the members of that side of the party, um, he is being that's vilified. Not new, to be clear. That's not that's not new, but they are smelling more blood in the water. And what you are seeing is that he has a time an expiry date on it. Well, there are two. I think there are two issues. One of which is the Republican Party that is a party is failing because the Republican Party that is a cult is succeeding. Uh, and those are those are those are the two wings. But the second issue, not to go back to what we were talking about last time, but. It's an age issue, and this is coming up again and again. McConnell is old. I recently heard a recording of Richard Nixon talking to someone on the phone, and Nixon's view is, you know, if you're not in the Congress by the time you're in your 30s, you're going to be useless. You're never going to achieve seniority. Anyone over 70 is, 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 is essentially out to pasture. Now, granted, this is 50 years ago. There's been some you know, more, more longevity. But the point still holds. He is a leader who visibly lacks vigor, lacks health, and people notice it, and they and they circle his chair the way I, I sharks circle I want to talk about, the, about the actual issue of the border and, and the politics of it, because as soon as the border deal went down, Joe Biden, who gets terrible numbers for his handling of immigration, started pointing fingers. Take a look. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. But look at these numbers. Since Biden has been president, there have been more than 7 million encounters at the southern border. At the same point in the Trump presidency, there had been less than 2 million. Kara, can, can Biden succeed in shifting blame for immigration because of the blow-up of this bill when his record is much worse than, uh, than Donald Trump's? over the course of his presidency. Well, he can try. That's that's the thing you would do, right? Wouldn't you do that if you see this sort of huge-scale disaster in terms of the Republicans saying they wanted something to not... And then, obviously, right. fe it's feeling very political. He can try. 
um, you know, it's going to be the biggest issue in the campaign. It's, it, it, it's, it's edging out abortion, which I think was a strong issue for Democrats. So I think he's got to do, do things like this. Quickly, Raihan, do you think that Biden can successfully make immigration either a, a wash or somehow pin it on the Republicans? I think it's his best shot, but I don't think it's going to pan out. 